0: Greetings, beloved ones. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Sensual Faith Podcast, a podcast all about the art of coming home to your body. I am your host, LaVon Briggs. I am your co-facilitator, your guide on this journey to reintegrating your spirituality, sensuality, and sexuality. I know you probably forgot what my voice sound like, no, you didn't because you follow me on socials, okay? You've been listening to the archives, okay? I know, I've been gone for a minute, now I'm back with a jump off, part five. I think I've said that on this podcast like five times. Pero, you know that we embody the spiritual practice of rest over here. You know that we listen to our body temples, that we honor our capacity, that we give reverence and deference to our spirit beings. Because what? We are spiritual beings having a physical existence. Come on, Sensual Fade, the art of coming home to your body. That has officially been out for nine whole entire months. Y'all, 2023 was beating my arse, okay? But I was fighting back, okay? I was, cue burrow, stay thorough. I was throwing these hands. I was throwing these jabs. Okay, what's that thing in track and field? Oh, I was throwing these javelins. Okay, I had these machetes. I was doing all the things. I was praying. I wasn't fasting. Praise the Lord. I do need to fast cuz I need to really release some things going into 2024. But I was at my altar, I was in therapy, I was on the horn with my loved ones. I was fighting for my life. <laughs> 2023 had hands, eyes, eyebrows, elbows, lashes, uh, extensions. She was just doing the most. But I'm so glad December came in like she, he, they got some sense, okay? Because I've turned a corner. Obviously, because I'm back on the mic. Oh, I missed y'all. I missed this. I missed creating. So, so much has been going on and I'm excited to fill you in. I really just wanted to pop on and let you know, hey, I'm alive. (laughs) This is literally truly proof of life because the way I had to dissolve relationships familial platonic, sisterly bonds, professional bonds, the way I had a major just crashing and disintegration of like my idyllic worldview of the black church, of social justice and clergy, of black women comrades that I thought were in it with me and it turned out that they weren't to being open to love and being content warning, mention of love bombing, and being love bombed for the first time and last time, praise the Lord. It has been like emotionally topsy-turvy this year. So if that has been the same for you, beloved, I see you. Listen, we have survived 100% of 2023. You might be holding on by the skin of your chin You might be holding on by a thready thread, thread, but beloved, you're still holding on, okay? So I am grateful that you are here. I'm grateful that you're listening wherever you are. For those of you who are my lavish love tier on Patreon, you might be watching this video. For those who can't see me, I am in my bed. I think I may have recorded one other episode in my bed. But the way this is, the last night of me sleeping in this bed in New Orleans, Louisiana, because if you haven't heard, your girl is relocating to the DMV. Now, this is going to require a whole entire podcast episode in the new year of 2024. But your girl got a W-2, okay? We got a J-O-B. I'm the Director of Strategic Communications and Marketing at Wesley Theological Seminary in Northwest D.C., so everything that I've been doing from storytelling to social media marketing to community building on on online platforms, I'll be doing that for this institution now. Listen, it's not gonna be <laughs> the way I be getting down because this is somebody else's show. So I'm there to, you know, maneuver the stage to be a stage director, but it has helped to bring some structure and some monies into my life because while I was so blessed to be a full-time creator since 2019, I want to say things were slow this year and that was part of the burden that I was carrying, just not feeling as financially stable as I have been in the past or as I would like to be or as I will be in the future because we're calling in all the coin, okay? All the abundance, all the multiple streams of income, all the millions per so this has actually been really delightful because it's taking me to a part of the country that I have visited multiple times. Like I've been to DC six or seven times. I've been to Baltimore. Shout out to Juju Bay, the platonic love of my life. That's how Juju referred to me in her holiday wish text to me. And I was like, that is the perfect language for it. So yeah. And she's still fundraising, so make sure y'all tap in with her and send her some love because we definitely want A Little Juju podcast back on air because there is no Central Faith podcast without A Little Juju podcast. There is no LaVon Elise Patty Briggs without Juju Bay. Okay? Okay. And be sure to stream Living for the Dead on Hulu as well, which Juju is a starring cast member in that show. And we want a season two, period. I've been to Virginia, but not like, you know, northern Virginia for an extended period of time. So I'm excited because I hear there's tons of black people. I hear that PG County is where the black people with money are. I'm just not thrilled to be in our nation's capital because there's a lot going on energetically in D.C. That's probably another podcast episode. But I am excited to be back on the East Coast in an area where I feel like it's an energetic match for my creative rhythm. I feel energized there, enlivened there. New Orleans is a very sleepy kind of pace. You know, there are a lot of times where I just want to be in bed. And that's what this season of my life was for, to rest, to recharge, to finish writing book number one. And again, that's going to be, you know, another episode in and of itself is just saying an official see you later to New Orleans. I had a book event that was also a send off event. We had like a book chat and toast. And it's so interesting because I was on Eventbrite and I created the event, but I never published it. So when I realized I didn't get any RSVPs from Eventbrite, people didn't register, like what's going on? (laughs) And I checked it like 30 minutes before the event started and realized that it was still a draft in my inbox or whatever. And I was like, LaVon, you didn't publish this. But you know what? The people who came were people that I had individually, personally invited via text message with my cute little flyer. And it was just a send off that I needed because I don't know about y'all, but when I am moving away from a place, I don't typically say bye. (laughs) I just be out. And people be like, oh, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Do you want to grab brunch? I'm like, child, I live in Oakland. I live in Atlanta. Oh, I moved, right? I just be out. And so apparently that's called an Irish goodbye where you just peace out without speaking to anybody. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? New Orleans deserves more than that. I deserve more than that. And so it was a beautiful, lovely, gorgeous space filled with people who I have encountered in New Orleans. Some I've known for, you know, some months, some I've known for years, but everyone who was there was just so affirming and they celebrated me and it just felt good to be held. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really, really grateful that I had that experience and I'm grateful that I took the time away that I needed to because honestly, truly y'all, my mental health was really, really tender. You know, it's one thing for one area of your life to be in shambles. It's another thing for multiple areas, you know, and I'm cautious of not saying every area because as my therapist, shout out to Dr. B really helped me to see a lot of times I would be using all or nothing language, right? Like no one cares about me. Everyone abandoned me, you know? And she was just like, okay, well, I'm here. And I'm like, I know, but you're my therapist. I mean, she's more than my therapist. She's my soul sister. But I had to really reflect on the language that I was using and honor the love that is very deeply, tangibly present in my life. Because for as many folks, my dad, my brother, my former bestie, this man that I was dating who was very abusive and you know love bombed me, I have mentioned Juju. I posted a, a sisterhood dedication post to ten plus women who have held deep, sacred, divine, holy space for me, and not just this year, but in previous years. And so, if you are in a tough season, And you have isolated yourself or continue to tell yourself that you're in this bubble and no one can penetrate it and no one even desires to penetrate your bubble. First of all, consent only space, (laughs) right? Invite people into the space with you. We are not mind readers. You cannot expect people to check up on you, to inquire and be nosy and ask about what's going on. Volunteer the fucking information, bro. I don't know where I picked up this bro from, but it's in my lexicon now. A part of healing our codependency, which is something that I'm going to be talking about much more in the new year and beyond, is not playing the victim. Because when you do that, then you put yourself in a position where you think you are owed attention and care. And the fact of the matter is nobody owes you anything. I know that sucks to hear because I had to hear it. But once I realized that, I was like, I'm much more empowered. Because now I'm not just leaving it to chance. I'm not just leaving it to circumstance. I am proactively saying, excuse me, hi, hello, you. (coughs) Discern now. I need help. Can you help me? Because needing help doesn't make you weak. Asking for help does not make you weak. Asking for help is a sign that you are beyond Your own capacity, and since we are divinely designed to be in community, well then, beloved one, this is an opportunity for God work, and so our work is to divest from the narrative that asking for help makes you weak. And look at the devil coming up in my throat right now. That's not the devil. That's the dairy. (laughs) Y'all, I need y'all to know how funny I am. I am hilarious. Okay, and that's why I am going to be shifting to YouTube in 2024. When I launch, we're going to do twice a month videos because I need y'all to see the shenanigans. All right? Let me know what topics you think I should explore. Abundance is energy. That song is stuck in my head. Beautiful chorus put out a new track. It's called Abundance. It's literally like a minute and 13 seconds. And it's just... Y'all know beautiful chorus. Y'all know this is a beautiful chorus, Dan, account over here. So melodic, so harmonious, so meditative. It's kind of like the French tradition of Tazay, where you say the same thing over and over. Because the idea is that once you know what the lyrics are, you can just meditate on them and then it sends you into a trance. Now, that is not French in nature, okay? Spirit possession, going into trances, you know, being mounted, that is all African. It just so happens I was introduced to today when I was a student at Yale Divinity School. So, like I was saying, if you are in a space where you need some assistance with your care plan, honey baby, that's what we're here for. There's so much going on. The world is on fire. Palestine,
1: Israel,
0: the U.S. is funding a genocide. Sudan, Congo, I mean everywhere you turn it's some shit show. It's some horror, so you have to protect yourself. You have to take care of yourself because we need you here. We need your gifts, we need your talents. And not to say that that's the only thing that you offer us, but your very presence is a gift. And so we need you, and not just needing you present, we need you well. And that's why I love the words of my Bayesian cousin ancestor, Audre Lorde, a Black, queer, well, lesbian, she would say, civil rights activist, writer, feminist, who really just captured the essence. Of not just self-care, beloved, but self-preservation. Because there's a difference. Self-care has been co-opted by the white colonized hypo wellness industrial complex. Self-care for us sounds like spa days, mani-pedis, facials, massages, yoga, breath work. And that's a part of it, right? But self-preservation, let me let me just look up what preservation means real quick. Of course, the act of preserving something. Thank you. What does it mean to preserve? To maintain something in its original or existing state. Your original state is a divine frequency of love. To preserve means to retain. Okay, to hold on to, to hold on to your true self. To preserve means to maintain or keep alive. Keeping alive a memory or an essence because you are, in the words of Juju Bay, we're going to keep conjuring my good sis. You're your ancestor's baby. To preserve means to keep safe from harm or injury. To ensure that you don't become an endangered species. Black, woman, femme, queer. Poor, immigrant, educated, GED, affluent, suburbs, city girl, whatever you are, whatever your je ne sais quoi, that's French. Well, I'm studying French on Duolingo because on my mom's side, we're from Sierra Leone. And thanks to those French colonizers, they speak French there. So I need to speak French to communicate with my siblings. On the continent in Sierra Leone. So whenever I speak French, just know that's where it's coming from, okay? <laughs> to preserve means to treat or refrigerate food typically to prevent its decomposition or fermentation. Baby, we don't want you to decompose. Not before it's time. When you decide to leave this realm and go back to the ancestral realm, go back to the spiritual realm from whence you came and your flesh form the shell of your corpse begins to decompose in the ground, and you become nourishment and nutrients for the soil and the trees and the flowers, and then the the bees come to the flowers and the pollen and they pollinate and then the things grow and right? Like, but we're preserving that. We're preserving you. So whichever definition of preserve resonates with you, sink into that. Really lean into it, grasp it, absorb it, and honor that. You are worthy of preservation. So when Audrey Lord said, caring for myself is not self-indulgence, it is self-preservation, and that is an act of political warfare. Honey, baby, sometimes the protest is not the protest. Sometimes the nap is the protest. Sometimes the masturbation is the protest. Sometimes the war cry and the praying at your altar is the protest hip-hop woman is scholar, and my dear sissy poo, Ebony Janice Moore would say for black women and femmes, dreaming is the protest. And so am I telling you to disengage from all of the activism and the rallying that's happening around Palestine and Sudan and Congo and, and, and absolutely not. What I am saying is to manage, not manage, assess your capacity because some of you are trying to manage your capacity and you're repressing and suppressing your needs because of what you think you're supposed to be doing. You have this weight on your shoulders because you have an idea of what you are supposed to look like to the world, to your family, to your people, to your children, to your colleagues. When what you really need, your spirit has already been telling you, my God, your spirit has been nudging you. Some of y'all Your body has been screaming at you about what it is that you need. You feel the dread in your chest. You feel the exuberance in your gut. You feel the yes. You feel the no. You feel the discomfort. You feel the great joy. You want to leap almost. I'm getting visions of people leaping for joy. Like You don't have to put on for spirit because spirit already knows, Jack. So let me tell you something. (laughs) When I disappear for two months, pray for me. Send me a love offering on Cash App or Venmo, PayPal, Zell Choose One. Go back and watch the archives. Hop onto my social media, see what I got going on. Watch my stories. Be encouraged. Pray for me. Send me love and light but just know I'm doing what I need to do for you. So prayerfully, that modeled for you (laughs) what that could and should look like. Well, let me not say should, but what it could look like because what works for me doesn't work for everyone else. I am not a blueprint. I am one expression. And that is something that is super helpful for all of us. And this is why when people say silly things, I'm like, Google will bless you. Okay, Mr. Simone Biles, Google will bless you if you let it. Anywho, this quotation, this invitation, this hymn of Audrey Lords is from her 1988 essay collection, A Burst of Light. And in it, Audre Lorde, activist and poet. Forgot to mention that because I'm a poet as well. But this is about ancestor Audre Lorde. Bring it back. Sorry, that Leo sun, Pisces moon, Leo rising. Gonna get you every time. Okay. (laughs) She was battling cancer while still doing activism. Um, And that is a line from her essay collection that we have heard, I'm sure, but that has resonance in this particular season. So I pray that brings you some groundedness, some affirmation as we close out this year at the time of this recording, we are literally in the midst of the full moon in Cancer in tropical astrology. I'm not sure what it is inside sidereal. Feel free to send me a DM or a Patreon messenger note if you're one of my patrons and let me know. But that's how you know your girl been healing and alchemizing and evolving because in the past, I would know the tropical, the sidereal, the ethereal. (laughs) I'll have all the reels, But I'm grateful that I am here. I'm grateful that even though I'm grieving and raging about all the chaos of the world that I'm alive and that means that my body temple is here my brilliance is here my gifts and my talents are here and I'm just smiling you you can't see me if you're listening to the podcast but for my lavish love tier patrons I just I'm smiling <laughs> The one thing that 2023 taught me is that you can do everything quote unquote right and shit can still go left. Like you can plan, you can prosper, you can achieve, you can write, but you just never know how things are going to play out. And I, for one, am going to be much more open to the flow and stop trying to control everything in 2024. So for all its joys and all its pains, beloved one, happy motherfucking new year. 2024 is an eight year. Now, we're getting a little numerology in there, and that means it's giving abundance. When you put an eight on its side, it's an infinity symbol. I'm a life path number eight, so I'm just looking forward to the good good, all right? Kanye is problematic, Beto, welcome to the good life. And if you want to be a part of a community that is celebrating the good life, even when things don't feel great, then I invite you to join the Central Faith Academy, aka my Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash LaVon Briggs. There is where you will find all of the shenanigans and goings-ons of me and my work have two tiers. There's a Sensual Faith tier, which supports the podcast and gets you access to all the supplemental materials. There's a Lavish Love tier that gets you everything that's in the Sensual Faith tier, plus bonus content, unedited videos of me recording the podcast, behind the scenes of me doing cool things out in the world, interviews of me out in the wild, replays, the book study. Right now we're finishing. Hmm, we're about halfway through. Sensual Faith, The Art of Coming Home to Your Body, which is my book. How cool is it to work through a book with the author? You also get replays of the full and new moon readings as I do those. And Avi, I'll be thinking of ways to have activations around the YouTube channel. So stay tuned for that. Um, And I'm still doing my readings and I'm still doing my spiritual life coaching. So if any of that feels good to you, definitely reach out to me. There are a number of channels available online. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Uh, Twitter. I'm not really active. I'll be on there sometimes, but eh. people are following me on threads. And I think I posted the threads like three times. (laughs) It's the love for me. (laughs) It's the love for me. Like y'all have the same hope for me in threads that we used to have for Rihanna and music. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say go with God, beloved. (laughs) And if you do not want to make a monthly commitment at this time, do know that, listen, my arms are always open to receive monetary and financial blessings. So you can definitely send some love on Cash App. It's dollar sign Pastor Bay P-A-S-T-O-R-B-A-E, Venmo at LaVon Briggs, PayPal and Zelle are LaVon.Briggs at gmail.com. And for the Patreon, you can pledge $10 a month for sensual faith, $25 a month for lavish love, or more than that. Whatever feels good to you. Who am I to reject the man, woman, non-gender conforming person of God from blessing me? So shout out to all of my current patrons. Thank y'all so much for investing in me, investing in yourselves. Shout out to Brittany Armstead, our newest patron. So, so grateful for you. Being here and a big shout out to Julie, because when I tell you, if 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 don't nobody show up for book study, it's going to be Julie. (laughs) So I'm super grateful because y'all have been rocking with me. Y'all have been loving up on me, even in my prolonged absence. It was unexpected, but it was much needed. And I'm so grateful to be back. And I'm so looking forward to the expansion and all the creative juju that is already percolating. I have the idea for book project number two. I'm going to be getting my first screenplays out in 2024. I've got a fantastic idea I'm bringing together for a lifestyle brand, particularly beauty products for spiritual girls. So y'all, the only thing that I'm like, I could use some help with besides money and funding and capital for all my projects is my man, my man, my man. God, where is he? Closer than my next breath. It's called manifestation. Look it up. Okay, (laughs) y'all. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you had a great holiday. If you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you celebrate Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah. If you celebrate Kwanzaa, Happy Kwanzaa although I found out some disturbing news about the man who was credited with starting it. So we are going to give a shout out to a black woman because I recently learned that a black woman came up with the Nguzu Saba, which are the seven principles of Kwanzaa. Her name is Sister Makenya Sebeko Kuate. I hope I'm saying that correctly. But yeah, she hosted one of the first Bay Area Kwanzas in her home. So, Habari Gani. To the liberated folks who celebrate Kwanzaa and honey, baby, sweet, precious, dear, darling one, happy new year, happy Gregorian calendar new year, because we know the new year is in March. But happy new year. I love you so much. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for seeing me. I see you. I love you. So much more to come. Let's go, y'all. Onward and upward. Go in peace. Go in power. Go in pleasure. Be well, beloved ones. And if it's not well, it's not the end. And remember, faith should feel good. Peace, y'all.